0: Reeds ranch is proud to partner with marcos garza and the garza law firm before you say guilty say garza marcos garza and his team are the premier dui defense lawyers in east tennessee they also do personal injury they also do criminal defense if you find yourself needing like legal representation support the man who supports us do whatever you can to get the best result possible for your case Hiring Marcos Garza and his team is doing just that. GarzaLaw.com 865 540 8300. Let's get to the episode.
1: I mean, this is the last
0: stand. <laughs>
1: 11 in a row, 11 in a row, 11
0: in a row! Enough. Eh, eh, 38 in a row, as in 38 on points point when we were whipping that ass! Ranch gang, stand up! The holy war is upon us! Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes.
1: Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all!
0: another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you live. I am speaking into a box right now. So there might be a little bit of a slight echo, but I'm working out new things. I'm still trying to figure out how the best way to record at my house is. So if there's an echo, my bad. Hopefully it's better than last week when my dumbass forgot to plug in my microphone. Well, actually, I plugged in the microphone. I just, I just didn't check to make sure that it was uh, picking up on my microphone. So I did it off of my computer, which is why it sounded so shitty. So hopefully it sounds less shitty today. Seth just woke up from a nap. He's down in Alabama. What's up, man? What's up, John? I'm I'm happy to be here. It was good. I was passed out.
1: It was pure luck I woke up at 430 because I did not set an alarm.
0: must be nice to be able to nap during the middle of the day.
1: I went to work. I got to work. I clocked in at 545 a.m. So I was home pretty early today. Because I woke up at 4.45 wide ass awake.
0: Well, how was work?
1: It was okay. I'm obviously a little tired. I was obviously feeling a little bit, but the field needed to be, you know, needed to be tilled. so I had to go out there and feed my family.
0: family. Uh, Me being out of the fields has really taken a toll on my body. I went for a walk yesterday before Game of Thrones, and... I sneezed, I shit you not fifty times uh, in the middle of a in, in the middle of a twenty mile walk. Me being out of the fields has left my body completely useless. Are these
1: allergies not horrific?
0: like the, the, the thing is I, I I had convinced myself that my allergies had gotten better because for the most part, I haven't had any episodes, but yesterday, walking killed me. I didn't take any medicine before I went out. I was like,, it'll hey, be fine. But there was a damn, you know, windstorm here because I'm sure you know that all the storms that came through uh the south. I, I guess there was a lot of wind up here, so all the pollen maybe got blown onto me. I don't know. I sneeze, I shit you not fifty times.
1: Yeah, I mean I have to take a, a Claritin every day. It's terrible. I mean my car is just you know you come out after it rains and you're like twenty four hours later, your car is just coated in pollen again. It's terrible. I hate it. But yeah, I was a little tired today at work. If you can't tell, I think I sound a little tired. I imagine.
0: Yeah, I need you to uh, snap out of it. I'm here, buddy. I'm here. Listen,
1: i I had to get my I had to get my rest in before the NBA playoffs start back up.
0: Let's think about something that gets you fired up. I the mean, NBA Jer- playoffs. Jarrett Garantano was out there dropping dimes at the Orange and White game. Oh, man, I have not seen one thing. Come on, get fired up about it. Garantano was out there dropping dimes. Like, here's what I know about spring practice for the Vols.
1: Trey Smith is actually playing football. That's all I know. Really? He was playing guard I saw earlier this spring. He
0: was actually playing? Yeah, I thought he was practicing. I feel like I should know that because I do radio in Knoxville, but we haven't talked about spring practice more than once. Today on the radio, we didn't mention it at all. We did no spring practice coverage. We did no orange and white game coverage. Um, I feel like I should know if Trey Smith is playing. Is that accurate?
1: Man, I thought he was practicing. I thought he was practicing.
0: Well, I was being a little facetious with the Garantano dropping dimes because I did bring myself to watch the first three series of uh, the orange and white game, and Garantano looked like shit. Apparently he started playing better, but he looked like shit when I was watching.
1: Imagine my shock. Like, he's just not very good, I guess. I mean, who cares like who cares? We're we're not gonna be good again. We're gonna suck again. Does anybody even care? I'm still sad about Purdue.
0: Like I don't. Are, I you, do- are you really? You're sad about Purdue right now? Yeah. How can people even care about football? Is it weird that I'm over the Purdue loss? I don't know. No, not really. I wouldn't say. I, I have snapped and cleared. I'm over it.
1: <laughs> snapped and cleared. <laughs> you have snapped and cleared. I'm happy for you.
0: I'm over it. Well, getting, get getting Rick Barnes back was was that Just got some breaking news on the pod right now. Um Zion Williamson just announced that he will go to the draft.
1: Oh wow. He hadn't announced it yet?
0: No. No, but he uh he officially has.
1: Oh, glad we got that out of the way
0: so you're still worried about Purdue huh
1: i mean it's a little it's a little sad yeah like i just I, 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 I just don't know how they can like when i think of tennessee athletics right now all i think about is admiral hitting that 3 against purdue from outside the arena and us still losing Like, I don't know how people think about spring practice.
0: You went to the game, right? What game? Did you go to the Purdue game, or am I making that up? No,
1: I was going to be there for the Elite Eight game.
0: Okay. I didn't know if you had some PTSD from being there, but I guess not. I guess you are just, uh... man, to be honest, I haven't thought about the Purdue game in about two weeks. Well, that's nice. I mean, I haven't thought about spring practice either, don't get me wrong, but...
1: You had WrestleMania. I mean, you've had WrestleMania and other things you love.
0: That's true. I have had WrestleMania. I have had Game of Thrones. I was really into the Masters this week. Um, The NBA playoffs. Having sex. A lot of things that took my attention.
1: (laughs) Man, congrats on the sex, John.
0: A lot of things have taken my attention off of the uh, Purdue game. I made a fire on Saturday that also helped.
1: Shout out to Kendall.
0: Well, I did, I did my part. I mean, she did most of it, but I... I wasn't I, talking I... about the fire, John. Oh, you were talking about the sex. <laughs> well, she did also do a good job with the fire, but I, I said, hey, maybe we should get some newspapers to help, you know, to help start a base of the fire. I said, newspapers burn good. Uh, let's put some newspapers down there. So that was a good idea, right? Yeah, it was. I mean, it helped the fire really get going, because at first... She just put a star log out there, and we're just like, what the hell is this thing doing? I was like, well, maybe we should get some newspapers. I feel like newspapers would really help do the trick. I've never been less confident in my skills to survive on Survivor, though. Like, I've always kind of low-key wanted to go on Survivor, but after that fire ordeal, you kind of changed my mind. Nah, Ken, my girlfriend is built more for Survivor than I am. I'm more of a big brother guy. Let me stay in the house. You don't need fires there, and they give you food.
1: Yeah, you would be you would be very you would be very, very good at Big Brother. Not doubt, not of mine.
0: I would like to go to Survivor and you know, just to go on a diet though. I feel like you'd lose a bunch of weight. You would. It's a good way to go lose forty pounds.
1: Yeah. Famine is a good way to famine is another good way to lose some some weight.
0: I should lie on my application and tell them all I'm a farmer and know how to handle the outdoors and all that shit, and then just get on there and, and not have not, a clue. Not, not have a clue. what I'm doing. <laughs> Would not know what I'm doing at all.
1: That would be fantastic.
0: I think that's why I didn't make it on Big Brother. I made it to like the the third round of interviews. I I think I made it right before. I think I got cut right before you get invited to Hollywood to like do like the final rounds of uh, invitations. And in the first interview and in my uh, you know invite or my I guess my application video, I had really played up the farmer side. Tried to play like I was the the farmer, you know, the the ranch guy. And then in my like final interview, I just acted like a normal person. And I think they realized I wouldn't be that entertaining on the show. I should have really leaned into it and kept, uh, you know, put some big, you know, tobacco in my lip, did some dip.
1: They wanted a country boy.
0: They wanted a country boy, and I didn't. I wasn't country enough for them. I forgot but you
1: made it to the third interview.
0: They realized that I was a fraud.
1: I had forgotten you did that. You would be so good at Big
0: Brother. I know, I really just want to go out there for the thousand dollars a week to be honest <laughs> They give you a thousand dollars a week to be on the show I was like, yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty good It's pretty stout Sounds pretty fun And that was just for the uh, the uh, the online only version Maybe you give even more if you're on TV Yeah, you
1: would be fantastic at Big
0: Brother Oh man, I just want to get to the round where they I just want to get to the part where they come do hometown interviews They come do, come interview your parents <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> Just them trying to talk to my dad would be the funniest thing. (laughs) Does your dad know what Big Brother is? No. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe. Whenever I applied, he kind of was asking. But I think it'd be so funny if I had made up all these lies to get on the show and then they come interview him. And he's just like, no, none of (laughs) of this is true. (laughs) John hasn't worked on the farm in five years.
1: That would be awesome.
0: John has done none of these things he's told you about. He doesn't even know what the fuck hay is. That would be so great.
1: You're the you you're the you're the only Big Brother I've ever had, John.
0: Oh, thank you, thank you, Seth. Welcome. I I would I would never vote you out.
1: I've been keeping that in my back pocket for a while, ever since we started yeah. talking about Big Brother.
0: They could have they could have come and interviewed you, and you could have hit them with that line. <laughs> This is Seth. This is John's co-host, and then you could tell him he's, he, you're the only. John's the only big brother I've ever had. You would had. make it. You would make it. Next day, your next flight would be to Hollywood. I would at least <laughs> win America's favorite. Yeah, that would be my whole angle is just to win the fifty thousand dollars from being America's favorite. Or maybe it's twenty five thousand for being America's favorite. But I feel like I could really yuck my way up into that.
1: So if you win, you get a million dollars. But if you're America's favorite, you get fifty k.
0: I think if you win Big Brother, you only get half a million dollars. Survivor's a million. Big Brother's half a million. Second place gets five hundred thousand, and I—or excuse me, fifty thousand—and I think America's favorite gets twenty-five thousand. Man, I, st- I might be might still have time to uh submit for this season. Need to really yuck it up. It's not too late. I need to just tell them, "Look, I got got a bunch of Twitter followers. You'll get you'll get a good pack of Tennessee fans watching." just Tell them about the podcast. Tell them I'm an award winning radio host. Could do that. Tell them you won one of
1: those Pulitzers today.
0: Well, that's that's not true. I, I am an award winning radio host, Seth.
1: Maybe they won't look into it.
0: I did win best radio host in Knoxville, as voted on I, by the no- I, I as remember, voted John. on by the readers of the Knoxville News Sentinel. I remember, please, John. I remember please, John. Check the, please check the plaques.
1: I remember, buddy. I was very happy.
0: It was very so deserved. So how fired up are you about uh, spring football after you've uh, – after I've told you that Jarrett Garantano looked awesome slash didn't look very good in the first quarter? Did anybody look good? Buddy, yeah, I, I didn't watch long enough. What is I don't know if you had read anything about no, it. Or I, any, I,
1: the only thing I can tell you about Tennessee athletics that's happened in the last week is, one, the baseball team won the series against the top five opponent, and two – we offered that point guard a spot in this year's class instead of next year's class. Which Did you I know take you anything away too. from that? I know you saw, too, because you tweeted about it. Uh, the, they have no idea what Jordan Bone's going to do or that they know he's gone for sure.
0: I guess they, theoretically it could be somebody else's scholarship, right?
1: It could be somebody else's scholarship, and I – I mean, you know, we probably needed another point guard anyway. I thought like we only had one on the team this year.
0: Yeah, I don't really like Lamonte when he's playing point guard, so I, I don't
1: like it either. And I just don't like the fact that he there's there were times where he has to play point guard on one side of the court and the other side of the court he has to guard their best offensive player. Look, I don't like that. Not a fan.
0: So, and I guess this Cone guy could go the DJ Burns route of redshirting for a year.
1: And I mean, he's good. You know, he, he's a highly rated player. So but he's five eleven. Yeah, I was wondering. Well, he's five nine on Rivals.
0: Okay, so he's short and he's young. So like he'd be seventeen, just turned eighteen, and small. Well, which in basketball, know. which in basketball is not as drastic, but I would think there'd be some uh, some learning, a learning curve there with him.
1: I don't know how tall he is. I mean.
0: He's under six foot. Like, I haven't seen anybody list him over six foot. Now, maybe he's still growing. Maybe he could get to six foot. So,
1: is he going to take it? Does anybody know? Like, is he going to decide to reclassify?
0: All I saw was that his only other big-time offer was Virginia. Or not other big-time offer, but the only other school that was really getting his interest. He was, like, I think – either 100% crystal ball or committed to Virginia Tech. I, I don't know. And obviously Buzz Williams is gone and they hired Wofford's coach. So you would think Tennessee would be able to get him. You would hope at least. I don't I don't know.
1: I thought he was for some reason I thought I knew who he was beforehand. I thought that there was another point guard that we were that we wanted more than him. But I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the guy I'm thinking of is a, is a two guard, not a one. That's about the only thing I know about UT Athletics is that but I don't think that bodes well for Jordan Bone returning. Obviously,
0: I mean, yeah, it's definitely not a positive. Like, like it, it might, like, he, it might he, be he, a neutral, but it's definitely not a positive.
1: Nobody really knows with Bone. But like, here's the thing: is he gonna be is he gonna be hard headed enough to go pro even if he gets a even if he gets a late second round no draft grade? Well, that's going
0: to be the question, because he's not going to get a...
1: He's not going to get anything higher. Yeah. And he, like, why is he, I don't know. He he seems so dead set on going pro, I don't really get it. I,
0: I gave a little bit of, uh, I guess a little rumor mongering in the uh, the Discord. I don't know if you saw it, I don't really want to say it on the podcast, because like I said, it's just rumors. I did
1: see it. Well, I was a uh, friend of the podcast, Mike Palmer, texted me and told me you were trying to stir
0: up stuff. Oh wow, wow, Mike. I wasn't trying to stir it up. I had just, you know, I had just been told, and I was talking. Just forget it. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> so yeah, I do know what you're talking about, though. I did see it. Maybe that made a little bit of sense. I, I, I don't know, but like I said, that uh, that was the second time I'd been told that right before I'd posted it in the uh, the Patreon Discord. We'll see. We I guess have we talked since Grant Williams made his announcement? We haven't, right? Since his press conference. That was on Tuesday. Did you watch the press conference? Did you see anything from it?
1: Yes, I did. I, I, I saw I watched some of it, yeah.
0: Do you take anything away from that?
1: He I mean, he seemed open up he seemed open to the fact of coming back, I thought. He wasn't shutting the door on it for good. Yeah, I think it seems more positive for him coming back than Jordan Bone.
0: I mean, by tone, sure. By tone. Now, I think for draft grades, obviously, we all know that that's a little bit different, right? Like it just
1: seems like like Grant Williams is going to get a first round draft grade, right?
0: Feels like it. Do you see where LSU reinstated Will Wade?
1: Yes, I cannot believe that. Can we talk about that? I I cannot. They are straight up giving the double bird to the NCAA. The the statement was unreal. Like, the statement that the school released was unreal. What was the statement? Coach Wade's explanations and clarifications offered during the meeting, absent actual evidence of misconduct, satisfy his contractual obligation to LSU. Accordingly, I have recommended that Coach Wade's suspension be lifted and that he should be allowed to resume his coaching responsibilities. President Alexander has accepted this recommendation. Absent, absent, actual evidence. They have a phone call. We have a phone call.
0: They're not talking about that, right? They're just saying, or that—that's just what you're saying, right? From the earlier evidence, yeah, where that's what he I'm reportedly saying. Reportedly on tape.
1: That's what I'm saying. I mean, we we have a phone call of this guy being. Well, wait, I completely I can I, I completely understand that without my denying or explaining the media reports accusing me of wrongdoing, LSU was left with no choice but to suspend me until I was willing and able to meet with them. I regret the circumstances that prevented me from meeting with the university sooner. I wish I could have addressed these issues when they first requested a meeting, and I'm grateful they gave me the opportunity to do so. Like they're just they're acting like it was no big deal.
0: They're probably looking and saying, eh, we suspended him the rest of the year. All those players are gone now."
1: Like I saw their their whole team declared.
0: Yeah, like even like their backup guy I've never heard of heard Emmitt of. Emmett Williams, playing. who is yeah. Emmett Williams? Who is I, I don't know Williams. Somebody who said he's going to the NBA.
1: I had no idea who that guy was.
0: Well, he said he's out of there. I, I'm, I, trying to look, I'm trying to look to see like what their recruiting class is
1: looking like this year. I really cannot believe that he's coming back. I mean, I really cannot believe that he is coming back, John. And obviously he still might. I mean he's there's no telling. Like there's nothing that says he's gone. I mean he's gonna he he's gonna stay, but Isn't he, he set to
0: stand trial? Isn't he supposed to stand trial this month? Like as- I guess, isn't that coming up really soon? I don't know. By the way, I'm looking at this latest mock draft from CBS, and they have Grant Williams as a first rounder, number 26, and they actually have Admiral at 23. That's the highest I've seen him in a while. Yeah, it's first time I've seen him in the first round in a long time. But yeah, another person with Grant Williams in the in the top 30. Uh, so uh, that's Gary Parish. I don't know how much he knows about.
1: Yeah, does he know anything about the NBA?
0: I don't know. Not that I know of, but I don't know. What were your thoughts on Tiger? Did you, uh, did you find yourself yes, caught I, up in Tiger? I, I, I did watch it. I watched it. Did you find yourself rooting for him? Did you care? Were you rooting against him? Since he is an adulterer and you don't believe in that. Like what, what was uh what was your take on it? I was rooting for him. Yeah. I feel like everyone was, right? Like it was like ninety nine percent to one, right?
1: I mean, I would think so. Like I can't imagine not rooting for him.
0: What is it about Tiger that makes us feel so good?
1: I don't know. It's very weird. and I mean, I don't care about golf at all. You know?
0: Um, is it just greatness? Is it just the redemption story? That we all want to see somebody get back up and win? Is it just, like I said, you just want to see history? What was it that made everyone go so crazy about it? Because everyone was going so crazy about it. And I, and like, it was one of the rare times where everyone's going crazy and no one was really like, yeah, actually this is bad for the most part. Everyone's just like, yeah, this is fucking awesome. This is a lot of fun.
1: I don't know. I thought that the whole thing when he won was incredible when he got to hug his son, obviously, and his mother and then his daughter. I was, I, I found the whole thing riveting and I don't like golf, but I couldn't turn away. He is definitely the only thing that can make me ever watch golf. I found the entire thing riveting. I don't know what it is about him that makes people care. I can't, like, what's crazy to me is that people have, he's so beloved. He was so beloved that people have completely and totally forgiven him for all the, you
0: know, the transgressions
1: the extracurricular activities
0: the sex they forgave him for the sex
1: nobody even talks about it
0: well i don't feel like the sex is the big thing now i I think it was i don't think that was the issue like obviously that story was crazy when i think of tiger's comeback story I, i mostly think about the injuries the back. Yeah. I mean, like he had, he had like a spinal infusion surgery like two years ago. Like he, he talks about how he could barely walk and couldn't go watch his kids play soccer. I, I think of it more as the injuries now, like the sex stuff does. I mean, it's, it's, it's good fodder for cheap jokes or whatever, but I don't feel like that was really an obstacle because even when he came back and was playing in 2011, 2013, like he was still competitive and still good. Now, obviously, he never won a major, but he was playing good golf. And then all of a sudden, his body just fell apart. And you didn't think he was ever going to get it back.
1: Yeah, that's what Bamani Jones was saying today. Basically, that to him, the story is about the fact that he made it back from injury. I guess I didn't realize how bad his... His back was. I knew it was very bad. I didn't know that like he could barely walk,
0: kind of thing. Yeah, no, I mean like there's there's the videos of him hitting golf balls like on in a in a tournament and then just like going down to the ground, like that. And I've had that back pain before in my lower back where it just hits you and you just you can't do nothing. You stop. You can't move. And like you know, there's like I said, there's video of him on the course of him taking a swing and then just going straight down and standing there for a moment, laying there as he couldn't really move on his on his hands and knees. And I don't play golf. I'd imagine the back is pretty important in golf with all the swinging. To me, the the
1: crazy thing is that it's been it was a it's been eleven years, and like at least for one weekend, the magic was still there. You know, like he can still do it after all that time. He can still be the best in the world. He's the sixth ranked golfer in the world
0: uh the the did you did you tear up when he was hugging his kids
1: no my dad did though
0: yeah i feel like that's one of those things that you might have to be a dad to tear up like i thought it was cool but it didn't make me cry or anything but i feel like if i was a dad it might make me so it makes sense that you said your dad cried that makes sense
1: yeah my dad got choked up and like like my dad doesn't golf so like i never golfed growing up i've never I don't have, like, the itch to ever do it. Okay, me and my dad never sit down and watch golf together. We sit down and watch baseball together and basketball. So, like, yesterday was, like, uh, an anomaly um, that we watched it together. But, like, we were both riveted. Like, I mean, we both were glued to the television during the last, you know, I guess when I got home from church, there was, like, four, four or five holes left.
0: Because I started so early. So you chose church over over Tiger. So you were in it. What? You were into it, but not that into it.
1: I had to take Allie to church. Not willing to
0: risk there. losing your soul to the devil into it. <laughs> like you wanted to play the fiddle, but you didn't want to play the fiddle against the devil. Like, right? Like you're like, <laughs> hey, uh, that fiddle of gold looks really nice, but no, I'm not going to risk my soul for it, devil. What's your favorite Charlie Daniels song? Probably that one. I mean, are you allowed to like is it is it lame to say that's your favorite one? I mean, just because it's the I don't know, I just, just because it's the most famous one?
1: No, it's not lame, John. I'm just
0: curious is like I, fa- I, you you sound disappointed when I said probably that one.
1: If that's your favorite one, then that's your favorite one.
0: Um, Sweet Home Alabama was pretty good. I like Sweet Home Alabama. mm
1: mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: That one that one was also pretty good. I liked that one.
1: My favorite Charlie Daniels song is Trudy.
0: Trudy? Did you ask me what my favorite song was just so you could tell me what yours was?
1: No, you started talking about the fiddle, so I was just curious. I was thinking about it.
0: I would say mine is probably... Some of the stuff makes me feel really weird to listen to now. Like, like when I was younger, I really liked the South's going to do it again, and you know, listen, listening to it <laughs> as a grown man, I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I want to sing about the South doing it again. Yeah,
1: Charlie Daniels is a believer in the lost cause, I guess. Yeah,
0: like I mean, I really like, I really liked Uneasy Rider, Part One and Two. I liked those. Maybe long-haired country boy. I really liked that one.
1: I like long-haired country yeah. boy. I love long-haired country boy. Cause I get stoned in the morning. I mean, I love that song. That's like one of the one of those country afternoon. songs, like that, and Family Tradition by Hank Williams Jr. Like, how can you listen to Family Tradition and like, like it's a,
0: it's just a good song family tradition and whiskey bent and hellbound are still you know some of my go-tos. They, they they are on my my country playlist. Like I don't have a lot of old country on there. It's mostly really just Americana, but I make sure to put uh Whiskey Bent and Hellbound and Neon Moon by Brooks and Dunn. I make sure to make I make sure to have both of those on there.
1: I like stay all night, stay a little longer by Willie Nelson has to be on there for me. Family tradition, one hundred percent, has to be on any country music playlist. But
0: outside of that, I don't know how much more Hank I can go down to. That's another one we talked about. The South would have won, and there's that, you know Hank's got the, um, our got, Hank's got the one at the South would have won. And we'd have had it made. That one makes me feel really awkward too. <laughs> really, really awkward. <laughs>
1: oh
0: man. <laughs> So when I was younger, I really liked going deep into their catalogs. Now I just skim it for the hits. And when I go to David Allen Co, we just do nothing but... Um,
1: <laughs> you never even call me by my go name. Nowhere.
0: That's the only David Allen Co song you can listen <laughs> that, that's to. It.
1: But damn it, I
0: can listen to that song all day. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we're not going any further than that. Maybe I'll, I'll still do the ride. I'll still do the ride and uh, maybe Mona Lisa lost her smile. That's it. We're not going any further.
1: I can listen to you. Never even call me by my name. All damn day. I used
0: to have a tape cassette that I would listen to when I was on the farm because we didn't have CD players in the trucks. And the David Allen Cole's greatest hits, uh, you know, used to get me going. Uh, but now we we stop at three songs. We're we're, we're done.
1: <laughs> I had a professor in my master's program whose name was David Coe, and all I could think about was the greatest country western
0: song. What the hell was I talking about? Whenever I
1: looked at him, I don't know. But we gotta talk about good country music. My,
0: Do you like Dwight Yoakam? Yeah, I like Dwight Yoakam. I like his acting maybe more than his uh, music, but
1: I man, he's a fantastic actor.
0: I, I listen to you know I like guitars, Cadillac. Um, That's a fantastic song too. Really man. like that one. That one's good. Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't know much of his catalog though.
1: I took my dad to a Dwight Yoakam concert the night that. Um, Albert Hainsworth made Deadspin tweeting to me and you about... Um, being on the
0: podcast. <laughs> being on the
1: podcast. I forgot what was going down, but I forgot what was going down, what that was about. But I was sitting there watching Dwight Yoakam with my dad, and I had my phone up. And I pulled my phone out, and it's Luke sending me a link to Deadspin, and I'm in the Deadspin story. Him tweeting that he would love to be on the podcast about... Uh, something, I guess it was something with Britney Jackson. Yeah, that was, when,
0: that was when that whole thing was going down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man,
1: that was great. I'm a big Dwight Yoakam guy.
0: Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you know, the last thing about Tiger was that I didn't cry, I didn't tear up when all that was happening, but afterwards, uh, his quote did hit me. I mean, I still didn't cry because I'm not a pussy or anything, but he said, you know, I was just happy for my kids to see golf make me happy because for all of their life, golf has just brought me pain and made me sad, yeah, and I was like, I was like that's yeah. a that's a pretty cool quote.
1: yeah, I did not realize that his son was not alive the last time he had won a major
0: so that was pretty cool i I liked that quote
1: i thought i thought I thought it was very cool, and I like like I said, I don't like golf, but I couldn't imagine rooting against him yesterday.
0: All right, let's get to some patron questions. If you want to become a patron and get access to the Discord, patreon.com slash reedsranch. I do some giveaways, too. I did give some Jeff Dunham tickets away uh, last week. Yeah, why didn't your dad go? Well, I really just think my dad doesn't didn't want to drive to Knoxville. And I think he's got this weird thing where he just refuses to use any Christmas gifts I buy him, uh, just kind of as a power move. But also, also my uncle is sick and uh, they just found out that he like had three months to live, although that was like the day after they found that out. And they'd already known he had been sick for like, a, you know, two weeks. So I don't know if that really played into it or if he just used that as an excuse. But that's what he told me he was using. That's that's what he was telling me was that he wanted to stay around to help Uncle Jimmy in case Uncle Jimmy needs something. So I, could, I couldn't be too mad, but I feel like he was just trying to pull a power move on me by refusing all of my gifts. So I wasted one hundred and twenty dollars on Jeff Dunham tickets.
1: Well, if I was in Knoxville, I'd have gone well, with Well, I didn't you. want to
0: go. No, I, I I did not want to see Jeff Dunham. I would not have gone with you, no. <laughs> is he the ventriloquist guy? He is the ventriloquist guy? guy. Oh, man, I bet that's terrible. But uh, patron Chase Moore, he wanted the ticket, so he, he had fun. He said he liked it, so shout out to him. We do ticket giveaways on there, too, so uh, com slash Ranch. I mean, we do it all. We we basically have, like, a
1: Facebook marketplace type deal, but for the patrons. Yeah,
0: except, yeah, and and those were free, so...
1: Have you seen, by the way, just as a quick aside, have you seen GQ's um big interview with Keanu Reeves that came out? No, together? but I
0: got an email saying that John Wick three tickets are on sale now. <laughs> they mm, they've got wait. me pegged. We might, we might need they to go got to- their target market pegged. They sent me that email and I was like, mm, yes.
1: We might need to go together. You should
0: come up that weekend. Sorry. Tyler Childers is playing in Knoxville at that festival oh, on that Friday the, and then we the and then the we blade. can go to the uh the Saturday, you know, one o'clock movie.
1: When is that? I might be being Italian oh, that May, weekend. I might, be, I might be. I might be out of.
0: May seventeenth or eighteenth or something like that.
1: No, I won't be Italian that weekend. I might come.
0: Mamma mia! How did you feel about Francesco Molinari choking last night? Did you? Man, he hit that one in the water. My co-ethnic really let me down. Did you? Did you feel? Did you feel let down? Did you cheer? Or did uh, just kind of you or Did I just you cheer? Did you? Just, did you just put your?
1: No, I hate. I hate watching. Like I hate seeing that in did golf. You just put your hands in no, your hands ne- and say
0: Ah, mamma mia
1: started praying the rosary (laughs) no i i I hate seeing stuff like that in golf it reminds me of that one time that justin johnson melted down at the u.s open or whatever it was when he like hit the ball when he shouldn't have and got like a two-stroke penalty
0: yeah no it's a very lonely feeling because you can't blame any of your teammates
1: I, i hate watching it in golf like like, I, I just always think about Dustin Johnson screwing up so badly. I, I can't even remember what that was. Like, now. even when. Was it? The yeah, I think so.
0: Even when dumbass Jr. Smith rebounded the ball and dribbled the clock out of a tie game, at least, like, you could point and say, oh, well, that didn't lose us the game. We had five more minutes of overtime or, oh, there were a lot of different plays we could have made to change the outcome. When you fuck up in golf, you have no one to blame but yourself. I fucked up in golf. All right, let's get to some questions. Because I gotta go play some bocce. Uh, AJ tweets in, what is Seth Hughes' favorite type of sandwich? Um Damn. That's good I always get so mad when people just address the questions to you. Like no one gives a no one gives a damn what my favorite type of sandwich is. I'm I'm going through the questions now. <laughs> <laughs> all about me do you have a favorite type of sandwich can you not let your fans down no i mean i'm i i had a
1: peanut butter and jelly sandwich before the podcast i like those a lot
0: i like barbecue sandwiches you like barbecue sandwiches that's your answer a barbecue sandwich
1: <laughs> no i was just saying that because nobody thinks that it's like a sandwich
0: a hot dog i should have yeah, said a hot, a hot dog, dog. <laughs> <laughs> your hot dog's a sandwich guys The. That makes you so it's mad. It's just a stupid fucking conversation we've been having for five years now. <laughs> oh, so a barbecue sandwich is Seth Hughes' favorite sandwich?
1: No, no, it's not. Figured I Figured there'd be something
0: with pastrami, the Italian, or something like that. <laughs>
1: um, I like a Reuben, a good Reuben sandwich. A
0: good Reuben, yeah. I figured you'd like a Reuben. Uh, no one cares what my favorite sandwich is. Nope, nope, s- what's your favorite nope, sandwich? Nope, the patrons don't want to know. This, this segment is for the patrons uh chad wants to know what's seph's favorite star wars character none of them nope you gotta answer what's your favorite who's your favorite character i don't know i guess han solo okay you really should have said you should have said like you should have said like jar uh job of the Hutt. or jar bar jar Jar, what the hell's the name the binks guy what what the hell's jar jar binks yeah everyone hates jar jar binks you should have said him did you watch the trailer john no i I blocked star wars on twitter so that i would never see them whenever they drop new trailers I preemptively blocked them on Twitter.
1: It looks so dumb. It looks so stupid. I hate it. I don't understand why it's popular, and I know that I'm. I know that we are hemorrhaging hem, hemorrhaging patrons right now <laughs> as they hear me denigrate Star Wars. But it looked it looked terrible. It's the, the all the movies are the exact same.
0: Hey, you can't sell out for the patrons. You can't just say stuff to make them happy. You just have to. Give your opinion Seth Which by the way Let's give a shout out To our three new patrons Uh, New patron Alex Oliver Thank you Alex Love you Matt Bolin
1: Thank you Matt Love you
0: And Noah Morrow Thank you Noah Love you Well that was an awkward pause Did you have to stop To think whether or not You liked Noah or not No I was just
1: Just for dramatic effect
0: Okay well he's He was probably like Damn it Does Does Seth not love me I do know I don't want to uh, WH ask, would Seth take the Liberty Bowl if guaranteed? <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to answer dumb shit like this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Give the pages what they want. Would Seth take the Liberty Bowl if guaranteed?
1: I think so. We haven't made a bowl game in how many years?
0: Uh two. Three? Two? Right, too. I mean, we made it in 2016, 17, 18. Yeah, two years. Yeah, I guess I'd take it. God, that's really depressing. It's really, really bad. I can't give my take on it because I wasn't asked, but I'll just say that that's really depressing.
1: John, just answer
0: the question. No, I wasn't asked the question. This question's for the patrons.
1: John, please answer the question. I want to know. No. I want to know
0: what you think. No, maybe next episode. Maybe next episode, WH will ask John if he'll take the Liberty Bowl if guaranteed. But not. When does... Oh, man, I don't even want to think about football. Zach says, are female dogs superior to male dogs? Yes. Next question.
1: It's not even close.
0: Really? I've never had a female dog. I only want female dogs. Why is that? I've never had one. I don't know. I only want female dogs. I've only had males and... Y- you know, on the farm, we don't get them fixed, but, you know, the dogs I have, I've had at my house, we get fixed, and maybe that takes away some of the problems. I don't know. I, I love Frank. Frank's cool. He's he's a good boy. I have no complaints with Frank. I've never wanted a female dog because they have their periods. I don't want them bleeding all over the place.
1: The female dog I had was... Wait, what? What? <laughs> they don't have periods. Do they? Wait, must- They'll come into heat. They'll come into heat. Yeah. This is what I just I just googled dog periods. Okay, and this is what popped up. Some bitches bleed so much right. they will leave spots
0: of blood yeah. all over the house. They bleed. I, yeah. Don't try to make me feel dumb. They bleed. Dixie never bled. Did you, was she fixed? Yeah, she was fixed. Well, If you're fixed, you don't have period. You don't have periods. You don't have. Then why not just get them fixed? Because some people like to reproduce their dogs. Some people don't believe in you know, uh genetically changing their dogs. Like if you if you get your male dog fixed, it changes him. He beca- he's supposed to become less aggressive. Well, I went to the don't, Google don't images. Try to make section. Me feel, don't try to Stop. make me feel dumb.
1: I went to the Google images section of the Google That's search really dog gross. Appearance. You shouldn't have done that. It was bad. I I feel bad. I feel bad. That's why
0: I can't have a female dog.
1: I need I need to go take a shower.
0: Um, what's Seth's favorite African land mammal?
1: Um, big cats. Big cats are the best animals.
0: Big cats. Wait, are lions mammals? Yeah, I guess they have to be. Never mind. (laughs) What? Tony says, uh... Oh, no,
1: no, no. I'm Googling it right now. Yeah, (laughs) they are mammals.
0: Well, I got to thinking they're felines, but they are also mammals. Mm Mm-hmm we'll just scratch that out of the podcast don't worry about it
1: <laughs> well like it's so obvious that they are but you never hear them described as mammals yeah, so when you ask yeah. when you were like wait are they i was like shit
0: are they mammals everything's a mammal basically that's walking around the earth right yeah pretty much i mean outside like reptiles yeah outside of reptiles bugs bugs insects we'll throw insects in there with the uh, reptiles uh, Tony Hatcher asked, "What would Jim Chaney's WWE finishing move be? It would either be the the Yokozuna uh, bomb off of the second turnbuckle, or the uh, Stink Face." Jim Chaney's a big boy. Uh, those he does not. He is. He is huge. He does not look well. Like uh, all jo- <laughs> all jokes aside, and I know we're giggling, but I, I'm I'm being serious. He does not look well.
1: He is huge.
0: It's not funny. He is- like I know he likes to eat at Gus's on the strip. They need to they need to have a heart to heart with him. While he's yeah, I, while he's while his like, stills while he while his stills God damn it. While his stills work God damn it. Why his stills I can't say it. While he's still breathing. While just his heart that. is still working, they need to have a heart to heart with him.
1: Man, I saw so, I'll tell you. Sorry, I'll of the podcast too. And I, was, I, I was just like, oh my goodness. He's still massive. What is he doing?
0: How many plates do you feel like you have to take down at a uh, buffet before you feel like you've gotten your money's worth?
1: I don't know. I'm am I'm, I'm anti buffet. Yeah,
0: I don't eat at buffets anymore either. <laughs> I don't eat at buffets. But when I would when I used to go to Chinese buffets, I would need at least uh, one and a half plates. Like I get a full plate, and then I go back and get the stuff I like halfway. Now that, that answer is different if you go to the beach and get those really expensive shrimp. You know, these those really expensive seafood buffets. My answer changes there because those are like forty dollars. Like I, I want to feel like I'm dying when I leave there, and I need to get some and put it in my pocket, and you know, put it in my napkins and steal out with me to feel like I've got my money's worth. I don't go to regular buffets, but I would say one and a half. One and a half makes me feel good. That's a good answer. All right. Anything else you want to uh, get to? Let's see. We got one more.
1: Hey, I want. Yeah, I do want to talk about something else. I know you got to go.
0: Okay, go. Give it to me.
1: The NBA playoffs.
0: Oh, okay, well last question. Tech Vol wants to know, uh he says Notre Dame is burning during Holy Week.
1: Did it did it did it totally get I saw, burned down? I yet? saw
0: one thing fall. I don't know what I it, saw the spire fall yeah, and then what I, I saw. fell asleep. That's what I saw.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty awful. It's pretty terrible. I was wondering I, I was like it had to have something set
0: something someone set it on fire, right?
1: I don't know. They don't know. They don't want to say.
0: I thought so. I I never know what's real and fake or speculation. But I I saw some tweets from some people saying that they think that uh, someone was mad he couldn't smoke or something and set something on fire. That might be completely wrong, and I'll look into it later. Maybe I shouldn't spread this to you know thousands of people, but that that's what I'd read. I don't I don't know. I'll look into it later. I didn't mean to Facebook. I didn't mean to Facebook you with a story just out of nowhere like you know something i read on the internet second hand and now i'm passing it along as if it's gospel but that that's what i had read
1: well i saw that i saw like two a blue two blue check accounts both say like totally opposite things okay that it was started by somebody and that it was not um
0: you know Right. it was just random. Last question yep. by Max. He says, "What is your favorite Easter Sunday hymn and why?" I don't
1: have a f- one favorite for Easter Sunday.
0: I mean, I feel like nothing but the blood of Jesus is you know. It's just, it, it, is that yours? It works. That yours? it works every week. I feel like on Easter it hits a little different, though. Is that yours? Yeah, that's what that's. Yeah. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That one's mine. That that um, that's my answer. Yeah.
1: Um, acapella come thou fount. acapella come version thou fount. acapella come fount. okay yeah I mean come thou fount is my favorite hymn period I don't know if I know that one come thou fount of every blessing
0: not ringing we've any- talked about it on the podcast yeah I know it's just not ringing any bells right now would you like to sing some of it no I would not <laughs> alright let's talk NBA playoffs before we go I got like I got like How- 10 minutes okay
1: okay the Nets beat the
0: 76ers. That is factually correct.
1: And the Magic beat the Raptors.
0: Also factually correct.
1: How? I didn't even know the Magic were in the playoffs.
0: The Magic have been really, really good since the All-Star break. They've been like the fourth best team in the entire league. Now, I think they beat the Raptors, A, because Kyle Lowry always turns into trash in the playoffs, uh, but also because DJ Augustine was all of a sudden dropping like 25 points, including the game winner. That That was unusual. But yeah, man, like Kyle Lowry got outscored by Michael Carter Williams and DJ Augustine like 33 to nothing or something like that. They're not going to win when that happens. But even with that, the Raptors, I mean, if Mark Gasol hits a corner three, they win. And it was a good look. Kawhi made the right play. And it's weird that Mark Gasol is your your corner three point shooter because he's seven foot one and should be in the post. But it was in and out. They were that close. I still think the Raptors win that series like in, in five or six, but. It was a crazy game one. And Kyle Lowry, I don't know what his deal is, but he sucks every year. Every year, he just sucks in the playoffs. He's so bad.
1: It's sad, man. Like, I feel bad for him.
0: And with the 76ers, I would say that it's just, it's just Joel Embiid's not healthy. He's dragging around out there. And I mean, Tobias looked like shit. J.J. Redick looks like shit. Ben Simmons. Like, there is a problem for the Sixers, and I, I still think they win the series. Before the series, I said the Sixers would win in seven. Like, the Nets are good. The Nets have completely saved their franchise from all those terrible draft picks. Like, they've got a good core. they got good people running them. D'Angelo Russell's a star, and they got good role players. But uh, the Sixers, they're going to have a problem every year in the playoffs, Seth, and that's that Ben Simmons can't shoot. So if you watch like they're just not really guarding him. They're just completely sucking up. He can't
1: up. shoot at all. Yeah, he
0: shoots I think 19% when he's outside of the paint. Like not not three-pointers outside of the paint. When he just has to take like a 10-foot jump shot, he cannot make them. Yeah, he just can't shoot at all. It's crazy. So in the playoffs you see people just completely refuse to guard him and that just kills your spacing.
1: So who wins tonight?
0: Man, is Embiid playing? I don't even know if he's playing. Like, he looked, he, he didn't look healthy uh, in that first game. If he plays, I think they'll win game two. Usually that's how it goes as uh, the the team down 1-0 at home it always wins game two, almost always. So I, I think the Sixers will win. And I, like I said, I, I still think they win the series in seven.
1: And the Warriors will win.
0: I'll yeah, and the Warriors are going to kill I, the Clippers.
1: Was anybody surprised by the Spurs beating the Nuggets?
0: The Nuggets were five-point favorites, five-and-a-half-point favorites, so it wasn't a huge upset. But, I mean, that's kind of the same thing that they're running into is, like, the Nuggets are one of those teams that are really good in the regular season because they try hard. But in the playoffs, especially going up against Popovich, like, he, he knows how to stop an offense. Like, Jokic isn't aggressive enough. Like, Jokic needs to be more of a scorer, and he's too busy about passing, and... You know, like someone like Gary Harris has the wide open game winner and no one thought that was going in. Like they just don't have – I think it was Murray that shot that. Sorry, Jamal Murray. Um, And no one thought that was going in. Denver probably – I don't know. I think I picked the Spurs to win that series just because I think they have two players better. I think Jokic is the best player in the series, but then I think like the gap between two and three – uh, but the gap between, th- uh, I guess, three and four. Like, I think DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge are awesome. And then I don't think there's a fourth player that's anywhere close to them. And I think Popovich is just a hell of a lot better coach than Malone. Like, I think Malone's good, but I think Popovich is awesome. He's just the king. King stay king. I was
1: surprised that – I thought the Thunder were better than they are, but I guess they're not very good.
0: No, they're they're, they're going to win that series. They'll win it in six. Okay. Yesterday, just Lillard and McCollum got hot early and Paul George couldn't buy a bucket. Like as long as Paul George's shoulder gets somewhat healthy, which that's a problem, too. Like he's not healthy. So his shoulder, be, you know, being hurt really kind of messes them up. But now the Thunder will win that get series in six. I'm not worried about them. But it was good for the Trailblazers. They had lost 10 playoff games in a row. Ten playoff games in a row. Do you know how mad you'd be if you'd lost ten playoff games in a row? Yeah, I lost to Florida for how many years in a row? All right, way to end the episode. That's a good. That's a good uh, lasting memory uh, as everyone enjoys their sunshine. I love you, buddy. Thanks for that, Seth. Appreciate it. Thanks for being. Thanks for being my big brother. Hey, thanks for being you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Bye, bye.